0: at the stick from who's got it better than us to brick by brick it's always the 49ers way from off season to game day yeah we talk that it's the 49ers cup back It's 49ers Cutback Podcast time. Welcome to the show. Playoffs. 49ers. Cowboys. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be such a fun show. We're going to get into the game preview show. If this is your first time watching the game preview show, it's it's going to be a good one because we talk about key matchups. We make bold predictions. We pick the game winner. Uh, really excited about the opportunity for this game. And you know exactly how the 49ers are going to uh, You know, handle the Cowboys, how they're going to play against the Cowboys and exactly how the Cowboys, you know, plan to go after the 49ers. And this is a fun matchup. You got two pretty good coaching staff. You know, Kyle Shanahan had to rebuild his coaching staff after losing, you know, defense, offensive coordinators over the last several years. Uh, but he's done a very good job. He's added, you know, other guys to the mix. Uh, Bobby Sloak being a big part of this offensive uh, staff now. So it's a really cool uh matchup you got mike mccarthy ex- super bowl experience kellen moore a young offensive coordinator uh but then dan quinn who has a lot of familiarity you know with uh kyle shanahan they coach together they understand each other so it's gonna be a good one and what's up to everyone in chat wtm says 48 hours away we're here anonymous how's it going and anonymous says dude this intro is fire never change it thank you so much paul how's it going uh always good when paul's in and uh we got to have a little interaction over on patreon with uh John Chapman. And Paul says, what's up with the national media picking the Cowboys? I always love it. Uh, they want to go with the, you know, the America's team. They want to go with that. Um, you know, I think the Cowboys are a more sexy pick. Let let them pick the Cowboys. I think the 49ers don't mind being in a situation in which they are underdogs or considered underdogs as far as national media. Uh, when when national media pundits don't pick the 49ers, I start feeling more comfortable about the you know the choices of picking the 49ers to win. I think it's going to be good. And what's up the traffic? How's it going traffic in the house? Uh and Anthony, how's it going? Uh, welcome Anthony to chat. So, this matchup has a, a tremendous amount of athletes on both sides. Uh these guys have skilled players on offense and defense that play at a really really high rate. Uh but there's key matchups that can go one way or the other that can really help the 49ers or Cowboys depending on how they are looked at, and exactly how, you know, they are schemed up personnel-wise and technique. Uh, So I think that we're going to get into some of that in this game. And WTM says, what's good news are you looking to hear from today's practice? Just that everyone stays healthy. As long as everyone stays healthy, uh, I think that's all we can ask for. And I'll be super excited about, you know, what the outcome could look like. Dan says, 23-21 Niners on a missed Maher field goal. Uh, there you go. Uh, Jan likes predicting close victories. I think last week was 20 to 17, right Jan? Um, so yeah, I mean, if Maher was to come into that situation and need a field goal, I would feel a lot more comfortable as a 49er fan than I would as a Cowboy fan. I'm hoping it doesn't come to that. And one of the reasons I'm hoping it doesn't come to that, I'm going to get into one of my key matchups here. And you guys have probably heard it. I did a lot of playoff talk yesterday, but it's going to ring true in this one. After all my film watch, everything, uh, The key for the 49ers is running at Anthony Barr and Micah Parsons. Uh, I know Parsons is one of those guys everyone considers a defensive player of the year candidate, and he's fantastic against the pass. He's improved drastically against the run. you got to give him credit for his improvement and how he plays, his instincts, his speed. It's great. Uh, But setting the edge consistently against really good run-blocking tackles is not something he does well. So running the football directly at him, making him the point of attack, is something Kyle Shanahan is going to want to do in this football game. Whether that's Mike McGlinchey or Trent Williams, it doesn't matter. So could they have an advantage if you get Micah Parsons on Mike McGlinchey uh, in obvious pass downs? Yes, Uh, but it's a win for the 49ers if you get him on Mike McGlinchey in obvious run situations because he can go ahead and handle Parsons. And what he has to worry about is Parsons' speed. Uh, He was able to get across Tristan Wirth's face last week against Tampa Bay and make some plays on the inside. But with all that aggressiveness, uh, that also leaves the ability for you to go ahead and fool him. Um, and, but when it comes to Anthony Barr, uh, he's not good in run fits. Uh, he's not particularly good at pass rushing the passer. He's not good in coverage. To me, he's a focal point. I, if I'm the 49ers, I'm locating 42. Uh, Kyle Shannon, find as many ways to attack him with as many different people as you can. Keep him off balance and find matchups that you can win. Uh, And with the amount of talent that Kyle Shannon has and the personnel groupings that he can put together, he can single up Anthony Barr, whether it's in in man coverage, which they should never allow to happen if you're Dallas, or in zone coverage. Uh, And when those zone coverage situations happen, um, he doesn't have a great feel for it. He will struggle in zone coverage, and Tampa Bay tried to take advantage, and lack of execution is what held them back. So attacking Anthony Barr is key. And I brought up the pass because him and Vanderesh are a part of this offensive key. It's in the passing game. Take advantage of Barr and Vanderesh. uh And if you can keep your base personnel on the field, and when I'm talking base personnel, that means making sure you have Kyle, Uzczyk, and George Kittle on the field. If you can do that, you will keep the Cowboys with Parsons, with Bar, and with Vanderesh on the field. To me, that's advantage 49ers in the passing game. The Cowboys could obviously, you know, walk up uh you know, Geron curse into the box and try to eliminate, you know, one of those guys, but you're going to find a matchup you like, whether that's bar, you know, picking up, if it's zone covers, picking up a, a wide receiver coming across in motion and having to carry him into the flat this match, uh, taking Christian McCaffrey, lining him up right there, giving him a choice route where he can break inside or out and putting uh, Anthony bar in a horizontal stretch Win for the 49ers there's just so many ways you can attack this. All the while, George Kittle can just work over the middle. Like, are you going to play Wilson on him? You know, are you know, What safety are you going to try to play on George Kittle? I don't think they're going to be able to man up. And so I think that's a real, real problem for the Dallas Cowboys is the matchup of their linebackers on 49 er skill players in both the run and the pass game. And that's what Kyle Shanahan has to take advantage of in this matchup. And I think he's going to. I mean, it, it jumps off on the film... Uh, just the things that you're going to be able to do against you know, all those guys. And I'm going to get to some of these questions for sure. Anonymous says, Dallas is getting set up for a massive letdown. People are acting like these two teams are evenly matched. They are not. It's with all things. If Dallas plays good, uh, Dallas can win the game if the 49ers don't play up to their level. So, uh, Matt says, not going to lie, if you're not a Niners or Cowboys fan, (laughs) this is the most annoying week of work. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I I could see that. And Tyler says, what is the narrative after the game if we win again this weekend? I think the narrative has to be that the 49ers are officially the number one team in the NFC. Uh, If you knock off the Cowboys, you know, after already handling the Seahawks, I don't know what's going to happen in Philadelphia, but I would think the 49ers, you know, would be considered the best at that point. There would finally be no more questions about Brock Purdy, at least for the NFC Championship game. Um, I think that they would, you know, there's a lot of impressive... Things that would come from this defense as well and and there would be no more questions about if they can stop a team with a lot of weapons so uh i I just can't and i just can't wait for it anthony says i can't wait for the niners to beat the cowboys on sunday so i can see stephen a smith laughing at cowboy fans he will and skip bayless will be crying again it's 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 obvious uh what's up mosquito killer how's it going wtm says if the commanders front four could not hold us under 30 it's impossible dallas can they're built different. I think that the the Commanders are a lot better in the front four against the run. Uh, they make it more difficult for you to be able to get into the offense that you want to run, which is play action, and let that set up other things. Uh, with the Cowboys, it's it's. I mean, they got good guys in the interior. DeMarcus Lawrence is still a beast, uh, and they've got good players that can play on the inside and and help stop the run. But they give up almost 130 yards per game on the ground and San Francisco can take advantage of that. San Francisco averages over 135 yards per game on the ground and that's not even including, you know, what they're going to get in the extended uh, run game, which I'm talking about the, you know, the the quick screens, uh finding um Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield. There's going to be a lot of ways for them to uh stretch the defense horizontally and be able to get yards. I think it just those matchups just stand out to me and I and I didn't even talk about De'Ron Bland. Uh, Duran bland starting at corner he's been a nickel all year, but now he's on the outside and you could see that there were times he just played extremely off and they just you know for whatever reason Tom Brady just didn't consistently just go at him over and over and over uh yeah and and Paul says Shanahan always finds a scab to pick it's the best way to go so when i'm when I was game planning as a coach and I was an offensive coordinator for most of my time as a coach, I spent time of course as position coaches working my way up uh but I would, the first thing I would do is I'd watch the film in, in totality, watch the entire thing, see what they were doing uh, schematically on defense, uh, get an idea of what their personnel looks like, who stands out, who doesn't. And then I would find weaknesses and you find weaknesses in personnel and you find weaknesses in scheme. And once you find those, you find out how you can capitalize using your players that do something the best, right? So in this game, for instance, I see, and if you have this, if you have Patreon, Scouting report videos available on Patreon. You can go check that out, where I talk in great detail about bubbles in the defense that the Cowboys run and how the 49ers can attack it. One of the first things that, was, that has been very noticeable was with the wide nine that Micah Parsons runs, he leaves an extreme void and a bubble between him and the interior defensive tackle where it creates a bubble you can run. Now, they're going to put a linebacker like Van Der Esch or Barr off ball in that area. So it disguises that that's a hole it's still a hole because that linebacker's playing 3 yards off. You throw in now, the fact that you've now that you've scouted, you understand Anthony Barr's not great at stopping the run as a traditional off-ball linebacker and you know if you can get to him, you can make a play. Plus, you have a running back like Christian McCaffrey that can make someone miss. you make the first guy miss, you can make all kinds of plays. So, what is your advantages that you already have? You know McGlinchey and Trent Williams are tremendous run blockers. They're extremely athletic. You can get a push right there on Parsons. So take, a, take advantage of Parsons being on the edge with his wide nine, and then take advantage of the lack of Anthony Barr being good at what he does and the aggressive style of the rest of the players. To me, you can set up little counter actions. You can run right at those guys, inside zone, outside zone. It can all be available depending on how you block it. Uh, so to me, there's a lot of things that the Forty yards can do. But those are some tremendous weaknesses in the defense of the Cowboys that if Kyle Shannon sees it, and I know he does, he's just so good, he's going to find those holes. Uh, and I always look at the run game first because I think once you establish a run game, everything else, uh, you know, is, will will work. Everything else will work. So uh, it, it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be a fun game. And um, Jan says, bring in Jimmy G to lead block for bar, <laughs> on bar for CMC uh well played yeah jan that was so funny i i love the mic'd up but jimmy g goes to silence like I-, I i knocked him down you know and george was like did you guys see jimmy g he knocked him down it was just it was one of those funny moments and and what's up mike how's it going um and mike says that's the best work they do traffic says i had to turn off undisputed when skip started talking about tony pollard's better than cmc yeah it's a ridiculous take uh is pollard a good player absolutely does he have speed yes uh his where he does his most work is on the edge and outside. Those are the types of plays where he's dynamic. Here's the key. As long as the 49ers can set the edge with Nick Bosa and Samson Ebukon, which they can, the 49ers linebackers, Dre Greenlaw, Fred Waters, Zizal Shire, can run sideline to sideline. Uh, the Speed is not a problem for them. So getting them out on the edge where they can run uh, is going to be important. And with Javon Kinlaw and Eric Armstead inside, there's no way the Cowboys can consistently beat them in the interior without double teaming. Zach Martin's good. But Eric Armstead can hold his own against him, you know, and, and on the other side, they're going with McGovern. McGovern's probably going to be playing left guard uh, with Peters being hurt at tackle. They're going to kick Tyler Smith out. So because of that, you're going to have Kinlaw's going to be able to hold his ground. And as long as you can keep those linebackers free, they're going to be able to flow and make plays. Uh, so I think it's I think the four years can neutralize Tony Pollard. Is he going to get his just be ready for it? He's going to have a player to. Or he does something big so uh it's just it's inevitable because he's just he's a really good skilled player um but i'm not worried about him in the passing game either we've seen the 40 yards against McCaffrey, you know against austin eckler uh against alvin Kamara. they can handle running backs with this type of you know skill set but i think the yards are well equipped and they know how to scheme it up uh the problem will be you know how can you match up with tony pollard you know, and Dalton Schultz and CD like they have a lot of weapons. So you're going to have to consistently confuse what Dax, you know, reads are. And we'll get into that a little bit when we get to the defensive key matchups. Matt says Cowboys do a good job mixing up running pass with both Zeke and Pollard, staying honest and sharp regardless of matchup will be key for the for for the Niners D. Yeah, and it's going to be about being able to stop the Dallas offense with seven guys in the box. If you don't have to commit Talanoa Fonga or Tayshon Gibson to the box. To stop this run game, um, then I think you have a really good chance. Now, one thing because of personnel, Dallas will tip their hand a little bit on what they do. Uh, they like to run more inside with Zeke Elliott, and they like to run more outside with Tony Pollard. So, by you know personnel itself, it kind of gives you an idea of what they want to do. Now, they could always you know break tendency and do something you're not expecting, uh, but to me. You know, you you got an idea now of what those guys' skill set are and what they can do. And Ezekiel Elliott is definitely not the Ezekiel Elliott from three years ago. Uh, can he still run physical inside and get you positive yardage? Yeah, you can. Um, but I just don't see that overall. Um, and mosquito kills says, Seeing Kinlaw pop up on injury report earlier this week with knee. Is he sounding like he's good to go? Yeah, he's good to go. This is gonna be the the common place for him. Um, they're they're continuing the same process that they've had as far as knee and he's going to be good to go in this game. He's going to be a, a big time impact. Uh, so I'm I'm really excited to see, you know to see how he continues to progress because uh they kind of pulled off the restrictions on his snaps last week. He got snaps at the end of the game. I think that's good for his conditioning. Uh so I'm I'm excited about him doing that for sure. Uh and uh, you know I just think he's going to he's going to make an impact on this. And and Texas boy welcome back Texas boy. Texas boy was in here yesterday too. Uh so Seahawks uh, held y'all to 16 at half time. Keeping uh, keep thinking the Cowboys can't do that or better. Um, you know, the Seahawks did a good job of keeping the 40 yards out of the end zone. The 40 yards did not punt in the first half, they did not turn over the football on downs. They scored on every single possession that they had. So, I mean, yeah, can the Cowboys hold the 40 yards to 16 in the first half, potentially. Uh, but what's to say that the this, the Cowboys are gonna score more than 16 in the first half? I, you know, I think that's the thing. 16 in the first half is not an issue. That's that's a nice first half. You score 16 in the first half, you score 16 in the second half, uh, that's 32 points. Uh, neither one of these teams averaged 32 points on the season. Uh, both of them had an uptick at the end of the year where Dak Prescott in the Cowboys offense was averaging 33 points a game, 49ers, you know, 34 with Brock Purdy. To me, it's it's well even, but 16 points at half is, is not an issue uh, when you're looking at total points. Uh, that's enough to win. Uh, and he says Seahawks defense is not what you all going to see on Sunday night, and don't expect it, um, because you know the, the Seahawks defense had weaknesses at linebacker as well. Uh, so that is kind of the same thing. Uh, but I think that you know it, it was built very similar. Uh, you got Bruce Irvin, boy, Mo- uh, boy, Moffy, uh, uh, uh what's his name, uh, Inuche, uh, In- uh, In- or on the outside, you have those guys. Oh, Well, that's similar to Micah Parsons. Now Parsons extreme athlete, right? He's great. Um, but it's a little bit of the same thing, the same scheme goes into it. Uh, they both run cover three. It it's it's not like it's not like a huge difference between the two defenses when it comes to schematics. Um, it, you know, I mean you got Tariq Woolen, you got Trayvon Diggs, They're similar skill set. There's not a big difference as much as you think between the two. The only thing I would throw out there is number one, yeah, Seahawks have bigger interior defensive linemen, which can give the 49ers problems. Uh, with Al Woods and those guys. And then they have Quandre Diggs on the backside, who Quandre Diggs is a better safety um, than anyone the Cowboys have. And it's not a slight on them. They're just that's the way it is. He's just that good. Uh so I, I think to that's something to remember as well. Um, Tony says, wonder where Bosa will line up on the edge or inside. Both. Uh in, in situations where we're gonna have pass rush, he could be anywhere. Now on base downs where they expect a run, I expect him playing the edge. Or he can help turn Tony Pollard inside and not allow the Cowboys to get the edge. But in obvious pass downs, it's smart for the 49ers to go ahead and move him inside. By moving him inside, you can protect him from chip blocks and things like that. Plus, what the 49ers like to do, especially if it gets to third and long, is line up three guys on one side and then run some sort of stunt out of it. Bosa can be the outside guy, he can be the inside guy, he can be in the middle. Uh, But all those things work. So I think it's going to be a good situation for you know him being able to move around but you have to force third and long and if you get to those that's when charles aminihue comes on the field with bosa with ebucom with armstead that is your most impactful 49ers pass rush with all those guys together uh, we've seen it work for a lot of games and and last year aminihue had very much success against the cowboys offensive line and you know it's it's a lot of the same players Mike says they've scored 30, all but one game with Brock as starter. Yeah, it was a short week, uh, Thursday night football against Seattle, with Brock Purdy being injured. It's been pretty spectacular, right? It really has been pretty spectacular. <laughs> and Texas says that's right. Jimmy G can't save y'all against the Cowboys. We don't need Jimmy G uh, in this one. Jimmy G did a good job you know, for what we needed last year. He was hurt. Uh, but, I mean, Brock Purdy has equipped himself well. Brock Purdy has made some plays. He's got a that Jimmy G doesn't I think 40 yards are going to be okay in that department WTM says where on the field do you believe Huff thrives the most and he thrives the most in the box in and around the box where he can you know read the quarterbacking get up and make plays in the screen game get after the running backs and make tackles that's where he's the most impactful if you think about a lot of his big plays they've been you know short distance over the middle or on screen plays that he can jump and intercept. Uh, I think he'll be in the box some they're going to want to take away Tony Pollard. I expect the 49ers to run some eight-man boxes. Uh, So they're going to want to take away this Cowboys run game, especially when the Cowboys are in two tight end sets. When that happens, though, he's going to have to make sure he pays attention to the tight end position because Dalton Schultz and Jake Ferguson, they're not not anyone you can just ignore. Um, They can make plays, and Dalton Schultz had a heck of a playoff game last year against San Francisco. Uh, So, you know, I mean, I think that he's going to be in the box a lot. I think he'll play deep. Uh we'll see. I think it's gonna be you know a lot of fun to watch how they use Huff, how they use Gibson. I mean it was Gibson that made the huge play on the read option on Gino last week. Uh so you, you see the capabilities of those guys. They are ball hawks, those the safeties have you know had the most turnovers of any you know any part of the secondary. I think they've accounted for nine interceptions. Uh those guys make plays and they still fly under the radar. So I, I think it's fun. Anonymous says it won't be close enough for Uh, The Cowgirls, who whined about refs this year. Um, You know, and that was a thing, right? It got closer than we thought. And what's up, D'Angelo? With, you know, Jimmy G throwing that pick in the fourth quarter, uh, that that was just a a bad throw. He's trying to roll right, throws over the top. Of course, we know now that he was dealing with a shoulder sprain uh, that he got in the game. But, I mean, it was just one of those things where if you don't turn over the football there, I don't think the Cowboys have the momentum or opportunity to even make it close. Um, and, you know, I do think the 49ers offense and defense are better this year than they were last year. Uh, so I, I just, you know, to me, I'm, I'm not real uh, worried about it. Um, anonymous had had a chance, but we were actually losing the game the entire time. Uh, and and Lenore are going to have breakout game. I think Lenore is he's been in the right spots. Now he's just got to make plays on the football. He, He really does. That's what he's got to do. He's got to make plays on the football. Now I'm going to kick it over to my defensive key matchup of the game and of course it starts like it is every single week stop the run Um, make the cowboys one-dimensional make put it all on Dak. part of the reason i'm saying stop the run is you want third and long situations where dak you know can't just uh be able to scramble for three or four yards or you know hit a quick comeback to cd lamb or check down to tony pollard that gives you a first down you know make them have to get vertical with it and go down the field uh you know, along the way. Now, another key is going to be to show pressure. Uh, So show pressure doesn't mean you always have to bring pressure, but show pressure to make Dak Prescott think he's seeing a blitz coming. His first instinct is wherever that blitz is coming and It's the right instinct. Wherever that blitz is coming from, there's going to be a, you know, a void in the defense. Uh, Somebody's vacated. So there's an opportunity to get the ball right there. But if you confuse him and then that spot is not open, that's when he starts hesitating, gets happy feet, and then his, his understanding of what the play is uh, kind of throws off everything else. And then you've got a timing issue. And now his clock, internal clock, starts speeding up faster than it should be. And then you can have opportunities to make plays. And then you can drive on the ball. And that's what I'm saying about these defensive backs. This week, be intent on giving no space. uh, Be all over CeeDee Lamb. Be all over Michael Gallup. Be right in Dalton Schultz's hip pocket. Do not allow them to have space to be able to run free where Dak thinks he can fit the ball in there. He'll still throw to those tight windows. Last year, Kwan Williams with an interception because he was all over you know, the, the receiver in the slot. Give no space. And then when you see the, the receiver break off, drive on the footballs. If you drive on the footballs, Dak against the commanders has shown he will still throw the ball and he thinks he can fit it in there. You got opportunities. The way the Lenore did last week, against the Seahawks, driving on the ball in front of Tyler Lockett, making the interceptions. Those things can be available, but you got to be intent on giving those space and driving on those footballs to make plays. Showing pressure will get Dak a little bit off his game, especially if sometimes you bring it, sometimes you don't. He's not going to know what to do, Uh, but you can only do those things if you stop the run first and allow yourself situations where it's third and medium to third and long and not third and short. If it's third and short, They've got the fear of running the football, and that's tough situations for the 49ers defense. Uh, you know, And that's how uh, the 49ers can you know, go ahead and, and somewhat slow down this Cowboys offense. Do I think the Cowboys are going to get some points in this game? Absolutely. Uh, do I think they're going to move the ball? Absolutely. Do I think the 49ers are going to make some plays on defense? Absolutely. It's going to be a fun game. It's going to go back and forth. It's going to be exciting to watch. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to the matchup. And that's why it's been fu- so fun to talk about. Mike says Schultz had a great game a couple weeks ago when the Cowboys played Thursday. He did. And he had a good game in the playoffs, too. Uh, he scored the first Cowboys touchdown. They got the the defense was in a cover three. Uh, and he ran. He ran up. He ran out. And the inside guy dropped off. Uh, and he didn't carry him a little bit deeper. And he went straight to the, the end zone. They had CD coming up here. He drew the corner on the top uh the safety had to stay in the middle of the field cuz they were bringing another receiver across and it allowed Schultz to go and as soon as Schultz broke to the outside that uh corner or sorry linebacker thought he could just sag or sit right there and not sag deeper but he needed to carry Schultz deeper uh, and it allowed a a pretty wide open touchdown for Dak Prescott it was well executed it was a good play call and those are the things you have to worry about and you know the 49ers don't run a ton of cover 3 anymore they do from time to time um, but that's why they run a lot of covers, uh, cover four, and and you know quarters defenses because of it, uh, and also some cover six. Uh, so we'll see, you know, depending on you know, how many receivers are to each side, what they end up doing. Paul says, "I'm hoping the refs will call defensive holding when the when the cowgirls are trying uh, tries, line tries to keep our guys from getting to the second level." Uh, well, that's one of the things that is going to be you know something to watch in this football game. Is Tyler Smith has gotten a lot of holding calls uh and so when nick bosa's lined up on him you know it, are they going to call those if they call those holding calls early or he lets his 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 hands get ex, you know away from him he doesn't keep bosa inside his body he doesn't stay inside that framework um then that's going to set the tone for the game and i think it'll make it really tough now if this is one of those referee crews that lets you know offensive holding go on both sides uh you live with it but I think that that's going to be something to monitor early in this game because I think it is going to be difficult for him against Bosa because Bosa is your perfect uh, mix of speed and power. You know, I mean, he's one of those guys that can do it all. Uh, He can speed rush you and it makes it tough. He bends the corner, so you have to worry about him getting upfield. But then there's those times it looks like he's going upfield and that he just goes right into you, gets his hands into your chest plate and drives you back in the quarterback Uh, his 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 speed to power ratio is fantastic and also because he's a little bit shorter uh than a lot of the defensive edge rushers he has leverage over these offensive tackles if they get too high uh lean in one way or the other he takes advantage of them Uh, he's pretty good at his craft and he's always looking to get better so holding calls early could change this game for sure and what is up sg and i don't know if i said what's up to donald but i see donald in chat too uh yeah, I mean, Texas boys says, can the 49 stay healthy this time and finish the game? It's always a question, you know, and that's a question with all the teams that are playing. I think they're more likely to stay healthy playing at home on natural grass. Uh, that, that's a better situation for the 49ers. They did suffer some injuries last year in the playbook. So, yeah, I, I think there's an opportunity for them to stay healthy. And so far they did. They came out of the game last week with two mildly uh, sprained ankles. Both players are going to play in this game. So health, it hasn't been a problem. let hopefully they can keep it up. Ronnie says, Ant, how much of this playbook is geared uh, for T.Y. as well? I think there's a, a good part of it. They've been working T.Y. in a lot. You can see his veteran ability to sit down in zones, especially over the middle of the field. And you can feel like Dak just trusts that he's going to be where he's supposed to be. Uh, to me, T.Y. was a great pickup for them for that reason. It's somebody that he can count on. Um, you know, T.Y. is going to play the outside some why they put C.D. Lamb in the in the slot, and that's a situation the 49ers are going to have to make sure they take care of uh, Jimmy Ward. You know, I mean, let's see what Jimmy Ward can do against C.D. Lamb. Can he body him? Can he get physical? Uh, those are going to be curious. I think they're going to want to take advantage of that matchup. Tom Brady tried to take advantage of the Jimmy Ward matchup, and it didn't work out for him, and they had to go other ways. So if Jimmy Ward stands up early against a C.D. Lamb, they might turn to someone like T.Y. Hilton, or T.Y. Hilton, who could use his um, veteran ability and understanding of routes, concepts, and coverages to potentially get open in zone. Um, he doesn't exactly have the top-end speed he used to, but he's still a dynamic player. So you have to, you know, make sure you it, you watch. Uh, and I think that's, you know, it, it's it's always something to monitor. But you know, there's a reason he wasn't in the league, you know, for a bunch of the season. Uh, but these guys can come on they can come on fresh and you just got to make sure when they make when they make tackles you hit them really hard make sure they feel it every single time they want to go over the middle wtm says coach Ant, who is the cowboys weakest link on the o-line uh, it's got to be mcgovern mcgovern the left guard is the weakest link i think the left side of the offensive line um is the part you can go ahead and attack the right side is really good uh, with zach martin you know uh, tyron smith they're good now smith Uh, tyron smith isn't as good as he used to be injuries father time all that starting to creep in Uh, but he's still one of the you know top 15 tackles in the league he still does it at a high level so you're gonna have to you know work your butt off to be able to get by him consistently but i would say mcgovern's the weakest link considering last week they decided not to start him uh, and started tyler smith at left guard and jason peters at left tackle so to me that was a signal mcgovern was the next guy in so now that he's at left guard you take advantage of him um, and let's see. Anonymous says it's a legit question, though. We've been the most injured over the last 20 years, it seems. Yeah, I think they figured it out, though. You know, what I mean, that they're probably one of the most healthy teams, um, that I've seen. I, 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 you know, for the 49ers in recent memory, they're really healthy. They have Jimmy Garoppolo who's injured. They have Ambry Thomas, who I don't know what's going to happen with Ambry at some point. I think we'll hear something about, you know, what, what his season's going to look like. I think he could be IR'd depending on what the ankle is. Uh, we'll see. Um, but, You know, they're pretty much healthy besides that. A couple guys that have had limited practice this week are always monitoring, you know, what happens with Javon Kinlaw. They just, they're going to continue the same plan for him uh, for the rest of the season and maybe the rest of his career. We'll see. But to me, I mean, you just can't worry about injuries. You just got to go out there and play. But this is the most healthy I've seen the 49ers going into the playoffs uh, and being in a playoff run in a long time. And I think that's good. Juanito, what's up, Juanito? Says Kittle down the middle will be big in this game. Yeah, it's gonna be, you know, and let's see if they bring Jeron, uh, Jeron Curse, who's been dealing with some injuries, uh, bring him in the box and play him against George Kittle. I think they could. Uh, The problem will be, will he be able to get the run fits that they need, you know, to help that the defense stop the four yards run game? Um, If the four yards run game gets going because they have to put Curse or Wilson in the box, to me those are situations that uh, the four years just turn to the run and take advantage of those every single time. Now they could try to load up the box and and then make you know Brock Purdy beat him, but. I don't know. I think that is, you know, something to, um, you know, to watch is, is that. And, you know, SG says, what are your f- five keys to victory if the 49ers want to get a win over the Cowboys? Well, the first thing you got to do is establish a run game. Um, do you have to start throwing first to establish a run game? Potentially. But you're working to get a run game going because a run game is going to handle... Uh, you know, time of possession, it's going to get you first downs, it's gonna keep the defense on the field, it's gonna produce long drives. That's what you want a balanced attack. So if you have to throw early to get the run game going, you do. That's number one. Number two, you stop the run. You can stop Tony Pollard and Zeke Elliott from being able to consistently get positive yards on first and second down, then you can win on third down. That's that's the number uh number two. Number three, produce a turnover, ran the turnover battle. Both these teams are two of the best at creating turnovers. Uh, just, you know, Dallas not as good at protecting the football. Uh, you're going to have opportunities to make plays, and that's that's what you have to take advantage of. Number four, play a, uh, I'm sorry, play a clean game tackling. Make sure you make all your tackles. If you tackle, uh, get those guys down there. And don't allow their playmakers any extra room. That will really help your football team. And then number five, play sound special teams. Uh, do the things you need to do. Kick the ball in the end zone. Don't let Turpin get returns. Uh, make sure you stay in your lanes on punts uh make sure you make your field goals if you're robbie gold those are the five keys i think they need to do to win the game um texas voices uh tyron smith hasn't been getting flags for holding what are you talking about i didn't say tyron smith uh it is it, it it's tyler smith the rookie he's been getting holding calls not tyron smith tyler smith uh, yeah so that's that's what i'm talking about uh David Via, how's it going? David Via's in chess says, What's up, Coach Ant and Faithful? Let's kick let's kick some cowgirls, butt. Let's go, Niners. Yeah, exactly. Let's let's go Niners. Um Jan says refs didn't run the ball with seconds left on the clock. That was an interesting play call. You know what I mean? If you execute it perfectly and they get one second on the clock, that's great. Then they have 24 seconds left to try to throw a touchdown pass. Um, 40 yards were up six. They needed a touchdown to win. They didn't get it done. It was an interesting call. I mean, and and that's why you live with the results. Uh, and uh, Tony says you taking the over or under. I believe the is it fifty five? Is it fifty four? Is the uh, the number? Uh, let me see. If it's if it's uh, fifty five or fifty four, I'm taking the under. Uh, I, I might be one of the few that do that. Um, WTM, so we sacked the Cowboys five times last playoff matchup. Can we get six Sunday? Yeah, they did, you know, and I think they confused Dak and made him hold on to the football. Uh, They got him five times, and that was without uh, Nick Bosa for part of that football game. So I think there's a potential to get, you know, Dak that many times. I'm sure Dak's going to want to move in the pocket. uh, But, you know, five sacks wouldn't be out of the question. Uh, My main thing is getting, you know, a play, a negative play, so that way you can produce a third and long and get off the field. Uh, I think third down conversion rate is going to be a key in this game. Efficiency by the Cowboys. Uh, it's just like what I said with the Seahawks. If you can keep them to 30 to 35% conversions on third down, uh, you're going to give them more opportunity to your offense. You're going to get off the field. I think uh, that'll work. And what's up, Freddie Mcdray? How's it going? Freddie Mac Dre? in the house. What's up, Ernest? How's it going? And uh, Juanito starting to give a score prediction. She says 34-24 Niners. I like that. Uh, so well done, Juanito. And I'm going to get into... My wow, that's bold prediction. Wow, that's really bold. Whoa. 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 Really bold. Whoa. And, you know, the wow, that's bold predictions are always a lot of fun. Um, Last week, I predicted that Brock Purdy would have three touchdowns in the first half. He did not. He had two first downs in the first half, but he did have three uh, touchdowns passing the football uh in the in the game he had one extra one running the football so it was close uh, he did account for three touchdowns you know or i'm sorry four touchdowns in this game almost was five so he had a really good game so i was excited about that uh the defense didn't hold up there into the bargain i said there was going to be oh actually they got half of it right i said there was going to be two turnovers from the seahawks they ended up forcing two turnovers from the seahawks an interception and a fumble from geno smith so well, I wasn't completely off. I did miss part of it. I thought they were going to be better against the Seahawks on third down. Uh, that didn't work out. So Phil chat with Wow, That's Bold. I always like seeing your bold predictions. And my bold prediction for this week is that Brock Purdy's going to throw two touchdowns in the first half. So last week I thought it was going to be three. This week I think it's going to be two. I think the 49ers are going to find some matchups that they like. I think the Cowboys and Dan Quinn are going to come in and try to, try to make Brock Purdy beat them early and take away the 49ers run game. And I think the four yards will throw the ball to loosen them up, and I think he'll get two touchdowns. And then I'm adding on to that Christian McCaffrey, just because of the matchups and the things I've seen on film. Christian McCaffrey's going to account for 200 yards from scrimmage. Uh, I think he's going to have a big game running the football. I think he's going to have a big game catching the ball, in the backfield. They're going to find ways to get him the ball. And if they, if McCaffrey doesn't do that, that means Debo Samuel is having the big game because you can't take away both of them. I think they're going to get there, so... That is my wildest bull prediction. I stayed on offense this time. Purdy with two touchdowns in the first half. McCaffrey, 200 yards from scrimmage. Uh, and, you know, if it happens, you're probably going to get a big win. Uh, Ernest says, I went to the game last Saturday at 40 years old. I've been following the Niners my whole life. And I'm telling you, that was the best experience of my life. That's awesome. Yeah, and Ernest, uh, uh big Papa Paul, he went to the game as well. He said he really enjoyed it. So... That's awesome. Glad that uh, you guys are all enjoying it. Uh, Mark Graves says Fanduel has it over under forty six point five. If it's forty six point five, I'm going over. Uh, that's just my own personal opinion. Um, Jan says, "Wow, that's bold." CMC with another hat trick. Ooh, I like it. Uh, what's up, Team Cali? Says, "What's up, Coach Jan? Yeah, let's get the win, Niners. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I mean, and you know, a Christian McCaffrey hat trick." Would not surprise me. I mean the the dude's a the dude's a beast, and he's been tough to stop. He's a matchup issue. I mean you can't tell me the Cowboys want to see a Anthony Barr, you know, Leighton Van der Esch uh, situation where Christian McCaffrey is in a choice route against them. He can go break inside or outside. Not good. Uh, so I, I think that it's going to be tough. You know for those types of matchups, how the Cowboys go about it? Do you go small? Uh, do you bring in extra defensive backs to account for Christian McCaffrey? in the passing game. You know, does that mean uh, you play curse in the back, uh, you know, in the, in the box and you bring Donovan Wilson in to play safety. Uh, Do you bring Israel McQuamu in? You know, what, what exactly do they do to counteract? That's going to be interesting. Um, I just, I don't think they have the sum of weapons to slow down Christian McCaffrey throughout the whole game. Could there be moments uh, where they slow him down? Yes. Uh, But I think this 49ers offense is rolling. And I think Kyle is going to be able to find matchups that he likes just because personnel Cowboys, to 49ers works out a lot in the 49ers favor the same way CeeDee Lamb on Jimmy Ward in the slot is a worry for the 49ers. Christian McCaffrey against Anthony Barr and Van Der Esch is Esch is a huge worry for the Cowboys. Um, there, it's no doubt that that's a problem. Traffic says, going into this game reminds me a lot of the 2019 Packers coming forth in the NFC title game. I think the result will be around the same, 37-20. I like the, I like the score prediction. Uh, Bubba says, the country hates us because we are a dynasty and Cap took a knee still we take over opponent stadiums they do they do a really good job wtm's bold prediction two touchdowns for elijah mitchell two to cmc that are running all over them then i like that rob dart says let's effing go niners bang bang niner gang new york city niner empire well welcome uh rob d uh welcome and uh really appreciate you coming through and what's up to the nyc niner empire uh mark gracious 30 touches for cmc it could be i mean they had extra days off he's healthy uh, you could get extra touches, and, and you're at the point now. Um, it, It's going to be, you know, one of those things. And, and Ernest says passing touchdowns or to running touchdowns. Um, I think we're going to see it sprinkled in. I think it could be two and two. Uh, it could also, you know, be, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be pretty even because I think he's going to want to keep an, a ba- uh, balanced offense. Kyle is because balanced offense overall uh, has beat the Cowboys this year. The Cowboys have struggled on natural grass and they've struggled against teams that are balanced running the football to throwing. And it doesn't even have to be like spectacular numbers. The Eagles won one of the games. Uh, I'll, I'll look at it. I think it was like 136 yards uh, passing and 100, uh, let me see where it is, the Eagles. Uh, here here it is. They threw for 132 yards and they ran for 136 yards uh, and they, they beat the Cowboys uh, 26-17. So, A balanced attack is what it's about, and you look at all the losses. You know, week one against Tampa Bay, uh, 195 passing for Tampa Bay, 152 uh, rushing the football. When they lost to Green Bay, Green Bay, 208 passing, 207 rushing. Uh, When they lost to to Jacksonville, uh, it was 503 total yards, but 311 uh, passing, but 192 rushing. Balance attacks are what give them problems, and then the Washington Commanders, which everyone has been pointing to the Week 18 matchup, 158 passing, 151 rushing. The balance games, the balance attacks, are the ones that have been giving the Dallas Cowboys a lot of fits. What's up, Philip? How's it going? It's a 34-23. Niners D scores. Ooh, I like that one. I Juanita says, "Wow, that's bold." Niners secondary whole C.D. Lamb to under six catches, under 75 yards, zero touchdowns, and get two picks off Dak. I like it. Ronnie Montoya says, three sack game, one from Bosa, another belly rub sack, and one from a Minihue. I like that. If you watch the Madden Sim, Eric Armstead went crazy at one point in that game. He got three sacks in one drive. Uh, Dak was still able to get a couple first downs on that drive, but uh, yeah, he went, he went nuts. Uh, Freddie MacDray says, BA, one TD, 80 yards. Debo, two touchdowns, 125 yards. Uh, well said. Uh, with WTM's Dak throws three INTs. That's a lot. That is a lot. Uh Rob says two Dallas INTs. I like that one. Uh, but uh, Paul says a uh Debo or CMC pass would not be surprising with aggressive Dallas corners. You're right. Marks' ant predictions for entertainment purposes only. Uh they are. They're for fun. You know, I mean some of the some of the predictions I say you know, that I believe are gonna happen. Last year I said before the Green Bay playoff game that special teams was gonna win the football game for the 49ers. Uh, I didn't call Block Punt, but I said Special Teams was going to win the game. So uh, some sometimes I, I definitely hit on these for sure. People says Parsons had COVID the last matchup. Well, I mean, maybe he did. I, I don't know that for sure. Uh, we'll see how that plays out in this game. Um, and Ernest is over under Pancake Blocks for Trent Williams. Number is 11, or on 11. Um, I'm going to set the number at 2, you know, because I think he's going to get some. But I, I think they're going to move... Uh, I think they're gonna move Micah Parsons to the other side a lot. What's up, John? How's it going, San Francisco? In the house says, man, what's up with that hater who wished an injury on CMC? They know they can't stop him. Uh, Bar, Van der Ash, Parsons, they can't cover CMC. You know, if they try to play him w- with Jeron Curse, that's not gonna work. Um, I mean, it's gonna be a real problem, and I think that's uh, that's a real problem for the the Cowboys, and you know, the media members know it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, I'm sure, has heard this before. It ain't going to shake him. All it's going to do is motivate him. And this 40 yards team, we saw the way they were motivated, uh, you know, just with the way Debo's leg got grabbed. They got fired up. Now you're saying, now you got people out there, and you can use whatever you want as motivation. I know none of the Cowboys said it, uh, but anytime somebody says something like that, you can definitely feel it. W. Simpsons' bold prediction, 41-29ers. Ooh. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I, I agree, Mark. Madden sees a stop running our quarterback on the ground. I've even tried to uh change that up but they still want to run him and i don't know what was going on with that last that last carry in the fourth quarter that was weird uh joel says what's going on tcc how's it going joel welcome to uh to chat and wt says bold prediction pollard won't rush for more than 29 yards whoo that is bold and 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 San francisco is coming through with for a special teams td for ray ray and a receiving td ray ray well that would be a big game right uh I mean, it wouldn't put it I wouldn't put it past Kyle Shanahan. Now, it's time I'm going to give my score prediction for the game. You guys fill up chat. A lot of you already have your score predictions. So, um I've I've kind of changed things up during the week. You know, I've thought this game was going to be a, a pretty, you know, pretty good matchup. I think it's going to be a, a highly contested matchup. I don't expect the 49ers to pull away early in this game or anything like that. Um, I don't think the Cowboys are going to pull away. I think this is going to be a game that's like back and forth. Uh, but I think in the end the 49ers are going to do enough in this football game. Uh, I think that they're gonna, you know, they're gonna be winning uh 23 to 20 in the fourth quarter. And I think the 49ers are gonna get a big play uh from Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey that gets them in the area where they need to score, and they're gonna score a touchdown. And I think then they hold on and hold the Cowboys off. I got the San Francisco 49ers winning this game 30 to 20 over the Dallas Cowboys and heading to the NFC Championship. Uh it's gonna be a fun game. I'm I'm really really excited about it. And and San Francisco says 38-28 Niners. A 10-point victory. So we both agree 10 points. We're just going with a different out, offensive outcome. Bobo says 49 to 0. Crazy, right? Kirk, how's it going? Kirk says 31 to 17 Niners. Let's go. Uh like it. Um it, Rob says live playbook on Madden. Um, no, I, I didn't play it live. I just I literally just simmed it. I've been just letting it sim one time and just the outcome is the outcome. I don't want to mess with the outcome. But what I've been trying to do was, you know, I I wanted to go through and filter out plays that were running for the quarterback because a lot of the 49ers offense going into this Madden had to was purely predicated on Trey Lance and the playbooks are hard to change. I wish I could go through and just create, you know, the playbook like we used to be able to, uh, but I, you know, not really going to be doing that. Um (laughs) the <laughs> team cali says they poked us deadly mistake yeah don't poke the bear right that's what they said we them boys i got cowboys 87 to 4 i know you're fooling around with that one what do you actually think the score is i am curious what you have to say uh you know i'm I'm expecting you to pick the cowboys to win i wouldn't expect anything different but what do you think the actual score is going to be uh ronnie montoya giving what he thinks the score is going to be 32 21 niners uh and um john says 30 20 was skip bayless score prediction for the cowboys i didn't know that that's funny i i didn't even know that so that's that's funny Uh, we'll see who's right ball says 34 26 boys i think you know that's a realistic one so thanks for coming through with that um you know and i understand you know cowboys cowboys fans you know think it's there but i mean eight point victory pretty close one score game niners haven't really played a lot of those so um mike says it helped breezy when he switched it okay so I'll have to check that out and see if that'll help. Uh, but there's always a couple carries in the game that are interesting. WTM says final score 37-17. Hashtag faithful. That's a that's a nice one. Uh okay, I'll turn on live playbook uh so that way it, it helps it out, guys. I really appreciate the heads up and uh cowboys 38-17. Okay. Uh, I mean, I, I don't think it's going to be that kind of victory. I mean, that's a huge victory uh for the Cowboys. I would think it's gonna be a lot closer. Uh Swaggy says Jason Peters is out. Bosa gonna feast. They're going to go with the young guy. You know, it's going to be Tyler Smith on the left side. And who uh, says, I just think Curry's going to have a rookie game. Everyone's been waiting for that rookie game. Everyone was ra- waiting for the rookie moment to show up. I just don't think so. I, I just don't think it's going to show up. I mean, it's just not something um, that-, that has happened. And um, Rob says, anyone notice that 49ers players wearing the San Francisco The Boys shirts? I haven't, noticed, or I haven't noticed that. I'm going to have to check that out. Bobo with the Super Chat says 49ers 34, Cowboys 27 will win the Super Bowl. I like that. Bobo didn't just give a score prediction for this game. Takes it to the next level and say, hey, 49ers are winning the Super Bowl. And Bobo, since you said the 49ers are winning the Super Bowl, who are they playing in the NFC Championship game? Is it at Levi's against the New York Football Giants? Is it in Philly against the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm really curious You know what you think since you have them going to the Super Bowl and winning, which uh wouldn't surprise me at all the way the forty yards have played this season it's definitely within the realm of possibility so let me know about that in chat and a lot of cool you know score predictions have come through uh i've been excited about it and rob says we gonna flip these cow pies like we looking for shrooms <laughs> oh, well well played there uh I, I think the the game matchups are are entertaining enough right i mean everyone everyone knows the players names you know, Parsons against Trent Williams and Mike McGlinchey, uh, Bosa against both Smiths, uh, Fred Warner, you know, being able to stop Tony Pollard and and Drake Greenlaw uh, being able to help with that, you know, Traverius Ward, you know, on the outside, you know, playing against, you know, um, Michael Gallup, you got in the slot, you know, CeeDee Lamb versus Jimmy Ward. Like you just start naming the names and you start figuring out that this is going to be one of those huge uh, battles. And I think that's what makes it so exciting uh, you know, and, and yeah, we're seeing down here, everyone picking the Cowboys. I love it when everyone picks the Cowboys. When everyone picks the Cowboys, it usually doesn't go that route. When everyone picks the 49ers, I usually get nervous. So the fact that people are picking the Cowboys, I like that factor. So to me, that's exciting. Um, Bobo says, we'll be going to Philly and then we'll play Kansas City in Arizona. I like that. So it's going to be through Philly uh, to Kansas City. So you heard it from Bobo. He says, hey, that's how the Super Bowl is going to happen. And and I like it. WTM says thirty four twenty one hashtag Faithful. We control the second half completely, and and that would be a a, a nice one. Uh, Rodney, how's it going? Rodney says twenty seven sixteen Niners win low scoring affair, uh, and it could be. I mean, both defenses got some talent. It'll all be about you know how you know who can take advantage of their matchup issues. Uh, both have matchup advantages on offense and defense, and it's just which coach, which play caller. Uh, can get them in the right situation and which team can execute when those situations come up uh, there's there's lots of plays during the game where you have a something drawn up and it should go for 30 or it should go for a touchdown and ends up going for three or it's incomplete because of you know lack of execution those are things that are all on display and that's why they play the game um yeah i'm curious what cd lamb does in this game because cd lamb only had one catch last year so i i think that there's going to be A lot that he's gonna have to do but guys i'm gonna check out now uh thanks so much um for coming through for the game preview show i really appreciated everyone that gave their wildest bowl predictions and and game predictions join me after the game for the live reaction show gonna have a lot of fun of course there'll be a little bit more content coming out this week if you haven't watched the madden sim jump over there and check that out thank you to everyone that's been watching over a hundred thousand views this month for the four yards cutback channel couldn't do it without all of you. The subscriptions have been going through the through the roof. Uh, thanks so much, everyone, for coming through. Looking forward to seeing you guys on the next one. But until then, stay safe. Remember the right way is always the 49ers way.